everyone, Terry Welbrock here. Just wanted to take a moment to, one, welcome you to the show, and two, thank you for being here, for uh, sharing and helping others find this inspirational podcast filled with amazing, hope-filled conversations from these wonderful guests. So I also wanted to remind everyone again only because I'm so excited, so I'm going to keep telling you this. <laughs> so please go to academy.terrywellbrock.com. It's T-E-R-I-1-R-W-E-L-L-B-R-O-C-K. And uh, check out the landing page that has information about all of the courses and what you will gain from that them. Just uh, go check it out and let others know about it. If you know anybody looking for for some guidance, a, a way to build their coping skills toolbox and learn about the impact of ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, and resilience and uh, hope. There's actually hope science, and we talk about that. And uh, yeah, just a great resource, I think, at least from the feedback from the beta testers that uh, they said, oh my gosh, the Terry, this is so jam-packed with information, which is exactly what I wanted. So to help others uh, build that, uh, build those toolboxes and learn to, uh, yeah, be your own hero on the 10-day and go from surviving to thriving on the 30-day. So, all right. Well, thank you again for being here. I feel blessed to be doing this as my soul work and uh, just so glad you're here. All right, now for the show. Welcome everybody to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock, and excited to have with me today, Tina McDermott. She is the lazy inspirational chef, which I love, <laughs> a speaker and weight loss coach. So welcome, Tina. Thank you so much, Terry. Thank you. So nice to be here. Absolutely. And we're, we're going to go down some awesome, amazing roads today. We've talked about spirituality stuff. We've talked about emotional healing, emotional eating. Um, yeah. And so tell everybody who you are and what it is you do in the world. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. My name is Tina McDermott. And as uh, Terry so beautifully put it, I'm the lazy inspirational chef. Uh, and, and I'm a weight loss coach. And I've been helping people for 20 plus years just lose the weight naturally without yo-yo dieting and, and, and un get rid of those chains, those emotional chains that have been holding them hostage in their lives and making them go to food to help soothe themselves. So I know I'm going a little on and on about this, but it's so important to help people with the releasing those emotions that are driving them to eat. And, you know, this is my love. This is my passion and, and Terry, there's no place that I'd rather be than right here, right now, teaching the world how they can live a life that's full of health, full of vibrancy, full of joy, and free from dis-ease, free from the capital D, capital I, capital E, small T's out there, because we want to live it, not die it. Nice. Beautiful. And I have talked about this on the show over the past year with the pandemic being in, in our lives. And I had gained 29 pounds. And because I found myself constantly opening those pantry doors and saying, oh, donut, oh, chips, and, 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 and satiating myself and my fears and 
so forth with that. Now, once I had that aha moment, which was actually seeing myself, a picture of myself on a bicycle. We, you know, we live here on Hilton Head Island and so had someone had taken a picture of me and I was like, who is that? And then I thought, oh my gosh. And so I, I've since made very healthy choices with whole eating and movement and getting back on my bike and all that stuff. But so, yeah, I, I, I understand that emotional part of it. I just lived it. <laughs> as, yeah. as have so many other people have, Terry, so many other people yeah. have. So are you finding that uh, this pandemic has really kind of brought this more to the surface? Absolutely. A lot more people um, have gained weight, obviously, through the pandemic because the fear has dropped, driven them to eat. And as you said, you go to the cabinet and we're home, we're home more often. So what we, we, we can easily go to the kitchen, even be in the kitchen during our meetings and stuffing our faces and, and, and eating food actually soothes you. You've heard of uh, comfort foods and such. It'll actually elicits a part of your brain that uh, elicits serotonin and it makes you feel good makes you feel good, but those are temporary fixes, right? We, 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 so the answer to your question is yes. People are becoming more aware that, oh my gosh, what happened to my waist? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a tough time for a lot of people, but I can, uh, that's what I do. I help you release those emotions and not go to donuts. You go to the bicycle instead, right? Right, right, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So now I just have to ask, so why the lazy inspirational chef? <laughs> I love it because I'm lazy and I love to cook and I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm a hungry girl and I take shortcuts. And, and, and you know, I, since from a little girl, my mom always worked and I was always hungry. Always, always, I promise you, I probably had a tapeworm, Okay. And, and I'd be like, mom, when you come at home, there's nothing to eat. And, and she would teach me how to cook over the phone, or she'd come home and teach me how to cook. And, and she showed me all of these old ways of doing things like how to hold a knife and, and how to chop things, how to, how to cook dinner within less than 20 minutes. And, uh, and, and, and then I take some of these courses for culinary school stuff and I'm like, consistency of cut. I have to make all of these things perfect. Are you kidding me? I don't have time for that. And so I get my mandolin out or I get, I just chop everything all different sizes and I don't care. Throw it in, cook it. I take all sorts of sorts of cuts and, and you know, it, 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 inspirational because here's your recipe, right? And you're like, but I don't like oregano. Then don't put it in. <laughs> what inspires you? Do you want to put cayenne pepper instead of oregano? Put it in. You want to put, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another spice that you might want to put in instead. If you prefer pickle juice, put that in there. I don't care. Be inspired and use recipes as a roadmap, but you don't actually have to follow those actual roads. You can go off the beaten path and create your own. And yeah, because I... My, I call my corporate uh, kitchen the my Tina's Joyful Kitchen because I want to inspire people to to find joy in the kitchen and get back to their roots, get back to the kitchen because that's where families are together, not just eating but preparing food together, and 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 that's why food doesn't come from a drive-through. Yes. <laughs> 
from a farm and you go to the farm or you go to the grocery store, you gather your food, you bring it home, you prepare it together. And that is family. That is bonding. That is nourishment for the soul. Yeah. Yeah. Our 14 year old came to us probably early in the pandemic because she was home from school. They weren't in school. And she said, I found these really awesome recipes on Instagram. Can we make them? And I was like, yes, we can. Yes. And so we've created this, this beautiful habit of she finds great recipes on Instagram and then we try them out and we've had so much fun with these Mm -hmm. and they're super healthy. I mean, super healthy, like uh, lettuce wraps with uh, ground turkey. And I mean, just really awesome recipes. Wonderful. And do you follow the recipe exactly Terry, or do you alter it just a little bit, depending on what your tastes are? Oh my gosh, I'm still going to talk about that. So me being me and like, I had this history of being perfect of of perfectionism, like everything had to be almost, almost bordering a little on OCD of about how Mm. things had to be. And um, I have just gotten to the point where I'm like, "Ah!" you know, if it calls for minced, what's minced, you know, I'll chop it up and throw it in and then doing the same thing. Like, I don't like mushrooms. I'm not a fan of mushrooms. I'll put a little bit of mushrooms in just because it might make it flavorful, but I'm not throwing in that box of mushrooms it's calling for. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Good. I'm glad. I'm so glad that you, you follow your instincts as to what you want and, and you don't have to follow a recipe. For Pete's sake, I hardly ever even measure. It freaks my sister out, especially when I bake. I kind of sort of measure, but she takes the knife and the perfectionism. No, you have to do this and you have to get the flour just right. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't have time for that. I'm hungry. (laughs) She's horrified, but my food comes out amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Oh, my mom, my mom was a caterer as a little side business for years. So she's a phenomenal cook. And um, she would do that when I first started learning. And I think that's why I got a little scared about not wanting to do it because she would say, throw in a pinch of this and a dash of that. And I, and being who I was, I was like, what's, what's a pinch? What's a dash? Like, I don't, I don't know. That doesn't help me. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> Really? And you didn't learn from her. She didn't teach you what a pinch is and what it, oh, really? Oh my no, gosh. She, she said something about a recipe. Now she's 85 now. And she said something about a recipe on the phone the other day. And she, and she said, well, I, I know I'm just, I'm, I'm talking to the wrong person. And I said, mom, I actually cook now. You can give me recipes. <laughs> I've got kids. I have to cook. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> she's like, oh, well, I'll send you all kinds of recipes. So yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> So one of the roads we were going to, we were going to steer down and I'm going to make a little left turn here is, um, yeah, we talked a little bit about the emotional eating part of it, but, but spirituality, how does that play into, um, really the, the healing aspect of eating? Spirituality. I think we are all spiritual beings. And when we are not in touch with ourselves, when we're disconnected from who we really truly are, we're not at peace. And that is one of the drivers to eating as not being at peace with self and with the universe and being okay with who you are and where you are. And 
you know, even with, I, I, I don't particularly care to talk about the, what's going on in our world too, too much because it's all the negative thinking. And did you know, Terry, that it takes five positive um, input, five positive input to negate one negative input. Anyhow, it, so I really live my life in this attitude of appreciation, this attitude of gratitude and really get in touch with the universe and who I really am, as I had said. So spirituality, I believe that you really just need to be in touch with who you are and and, and universal energy. Does that make sense? Am I making sense at all? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's what I, I mean, what I'm hearing is I don't watch the news because it's, I'm just inundated. I'm so sensitive to it. And I, in that energy overwhelms my system. So that's, it's just personal choice for me. But, but if you think about that, if you're just being thrown negative, 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 I mean, think how much then work you need to do to offset that with, with pulling in the positive energy. And so that's just, it's almost exhausting trying to offset it. And thank you for saying that. uh, I'm very, very sensitive to the news to all of that. I don't watch it. And once again, my sister is like, you don't know what's going on. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm really, I'm going to be in joy and I'm going to stay in joy because there are so many wonderful things in this earth on this earth. And I choose, I choose to focus on the wonderful things on this earth. I choose to focus on the love and the beauty of my cats and my dogs and the sun and the fresh air and oh my gosh, look at those beautiful spring flowers. And I choose, I've always chosen to look at the, look for the good in people. That's actually one of my faults that I, I not really a fault. I can't find bad in people. I always, always, always see the good in people. And I have to tell you a quick story. I was a, a friend with this one guy, his name is John. And people are like, how can you be friends with him? He's such a butt. And I'm like, really? I don't, I, I can see that he could be a little edgy, but, but I love him. He's, he's a really good person. You just don't see who he really is. I see who he really is. And I choose to find joy. I choose to look at the good and I choose to not spend too much time uh, on the negative pieces of, of our planet and our earth and stuff, because there's so much good. There's yes. so much beauty. I am right there with you. I drive my friends crazy on Facebook because I'm always that person posting, oh my gosh, look at this ladybug that landed on my arm today. I mean, it's like, uh, good luck. Or, you know, my flowers, uh, and my walks through, I mean, obviously living on Hilton Head, it's just, it, it's just uh, beautiful. Um, yes. And even alligators. And <laughs> I have, they're cool, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> they're I cool. They mesmerize me. I think uh-huh. they're, they're walking dinosaurs. They're just amazing. <laughs> And people will say, oh my gosh, Terry, don't like, don't hug one. And I'm like, well, I'm not dumb. So I'm not going (laughs) to hug one, but I, I just think they're amazing. And I I love them. And (laughs) you got me tearing up crying. (laughs) Don't hug the alligators. (laughs) I I did have a few friends like reach out and it was more than one friend. So if my friends are listening to say, oh my gosh, Terry, I can't believe you're calling me out. But it was more than one person that was like, they know me well enough to that I would, you know, a cute little animal. If I had the opportunity, I'd give it a hug. But (laughs) alligators, no, I'm not going down that road. (laughs) Oh my Lord. That is so 
funny. I just absolutely adore you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, I adore you. I'm like soul sister moment here because really, <laughs> but when we look for the joy, um, it, it really is, uh, it just creates I have just such a beautiful essence around us. And, um, and we brought, we, we draw more of that in to our lives. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. And that's why I call it Tina's joyful kitchen. And that's why, you know, as people talk about when they're trying to heal from trauma and, and let's go back to those emotions, if you don't mind for a moment, sure. when they're trying to heal from those emotions there's different methods, right? There's different methods. And some people are like, oh, let's go back to your childhood and let's figure out what happened to you. And then we're going to heal from it. But then meantime, you have to go through all that tra- trauma again and relive it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Don't send me there. I don't want to go there. I want to just heal from it. So I learned, um, for, let me, let me go back. And I will say, I do know that I was anorexic when I was a kid. I used food to control my life. I was the third child. I literally had no meat on me until I was, went to Italy at 12 years old with my grandma. And not mind you, I'd been to Italy before that, but I went there with my grandma away from my parents, away from my sisters. And I gained 20 pounds in one year because, or one in three months I met in Italy because I fell in love with food again, or I fell in love with food period. And, uh, Anyhow, my sisters made fun of me. But the bottom line is I was, I had this negative relationship with food that had to get, that had to be healed. And I don't know why I was like that. And you know what? I don't want to know what that trauma is. All I want to know is how do I heal from it? So about four years ago, you know, I, I know a lot of methods on how to overcome emotions and I've used them through the years, but over about four years ago, Christian Michelson is I was in his coaching program and he taught me something called the peace process. Terry, the peace process can heal somebody either within minutes, sometimes an hour, sometimes it takes a couple of layers and a multiple sessions. And I have been able to overcome and heal from so many things and become the person who I am today from just doing this peace process. And it's so simple, so nourishing to your body and releasing of whatever those emotions are. Would you like to know a little bit more? Yes, I do. I'm sitting here waiting. I'm like, tell me about it, please. I found myself talking, talking. I'm like, wait, I'm interject. No, go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So say that, okay. I love this scenario. My one client, she's like, Tina, I want cupcakes and I just want the icing and I want to eat the icing off of all 12 of those cupcakes. And, and that's where she was. She was in this high anxiety, high stress right away. She wants cupcakes. And what I do with the peace process is I said, okay, when you think about eating cupcakes, First of all, we figured out what was driving her to go and eat the cupcakes. And we looked at that anxiety and what was driving that. So we looked at, okay, we've got all of this anxiety. When you feel this anxiety, just, just where do you feel it in your body? And I'll have my client go into the body and they'll feel it. For me, for the longest time, it was in my teeth, this feeling. Sometimes it was in my throat. Sometimes it's in your heart. Sometimes it's right here. Okay. It's always in different places. Sometimes it's in your fingers. 
So you go in and you feel the feeling and you actually surrender to the feeling because all of our feelings are our fears, our fears of feelings. We're afraid to feel. So we go in and we feel the feeling in its entirety. I have them rated on a scale of one to 10. And then I have them just surrender to it, send love to it. Be present and allow it to be. I have them clear their mind and just focus on the feeling. And I guide them through it with my voice. And sometimes that feeling grows, sometimes it shrinks, sometimes it shifts different places. Other times it releases with this one client I was talking about. She says, I feel it in my chin. I feel it in my chin. It's right here. And I says, oh, why don't we put a slide there? Let's put a, let's put a, a slide right there on your chin and let's let it out. She goes, oh, that's good. And then she started giggling, laughing. I'm like, what's up? She goes, it's gone. It left me. I have nothing left. <laughs> I have I have no desire to eat cupcakes right now, nor, and, and I, tr- I coached her for months afterwards, and she says, nor do I ever want cupcakes again. <laughs> I can leave them. I don't need them. I can take them or leave them. And, and this is just one example of hundreds of examples of helping people heal their emotions without really even having to identify where that anxiety came from. Yeah. You just go in and you feel the feeling. I have to tell you another story. It had to do with me personally. I was um, working with a group of people and we were in Florida and I'm like, I don't want to be inside. It's a beautiful day. Let's go to the beach. So the beach was right there. There was a hotel on the beach. So we went into the, into the water. It's Florida. There's no waves, right? It's just little water comes up to our ankles. We're standing in the water doing this healing technique on each other. And it was my turn. And I'm in the middle of releasing and focusing and letting go. And all of a sudden, this rogue wave just came up on me and splashed me from my hips down. Okay. I'm like, Oh, I need a change of clothes. But actually I just started again, just giggling and laughing and just, Holy cow. It was such an amazing release that I think I giggled the rest of the afternoon. (laughs) And people were like, we want some of that energy. Give that (laughs) like, Sure, I have enough for the entire world right now. I have so much to give to the whole world. And and yeah, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing and so cleansing in a spiritual, holistic, and physical way. Because I was full of salt water, but that's okay. (laughs) Anyhow, that's the peace process in a nutshell. And I and it's come up often. I personally did EMDR therapy for four years, which was returning to that darkness and going back into those traumas over and over and over for 98 sessions. And so a lot of people will say, I I don't want to go, I I can't go back to that darkness. And so I want to be able to heal. And so there's those modalities. And thank you for adding this, this to that uh, I think some people have labeled it non-invasive. You're not, you're not going back oh, into yeah. to it. And so, but this, but you can still do healing work and that's beautiful. So thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Cause I'm one of those people. I don't want to go there. I don't want to know. I don't, 
I just want to heal. And I've healed. I've healed. I, I have such a beautiful, amazing life and an amazing relationship with my parents. And, and that's where it starts when you heal your relationship with your parents. It really is. And, and uh, you know, and, and the, the beauty of all of that is when you have such exuberant, beautiful, clean energy that emanates to the people around you, including your family, who also need to heal their relationships with specifically my parents. And I've been working on that for the last several years. And it's finally come to a place where I think we're all going to be again together again this summer. And I'm so, I'm so thankful for that. So thankful for my healing journey, which has affected all the people around me, Terry. Yes. And I, I've experienced the exact same thing. My mom's coming up on two years sober in July wow. at 85 years old. And it's just wow. too beautiful. And she is just the happiest. Oh. I love seeing her so happy and joyous. Oh. And you'll love this. What she does for to keep herself busy and not focused on alcohol, she makes vats of soup for what she calls the old people that lives in her <laughs> building. So, <laughs> She lives in a retirement village. <laughs> <laughs> and so she makes these amazing soups and she gives them to people. They're busy cooking. And yeah, so there you go. <laughs> I love it. See what that has done? She's gone out of self. Yeah. That alcoholism is selfish. It's self wallowing in pain and letting all that go and bringing joy to all those people around her who get fed. What's the best, what's the best healing nourishment in the world is soup made with love. Right, right. Exactly. Oh, I love it that you said made with love. You just made my heart happy. My my mom used to say when she would make something as a kid and my, and then my dad started doing it, he'd make me French toast or something. And he'd, he'd set it down and say, I made it with love. (laughs) I just talked about that with my daughter the other day. That's so awesome. Oh, Oh, that's the secret ingredient in any. And any food and any meal, it's the love that it's put into it. I have to, I'm thinking about this. There was this one day early in my marriage. I'm 17 years married the other day. And it was early in the marriage. And and I was mad at him. I was just mad at him. And I made him, it showed in the meal. It showed, it showed, it showed. It was not good. So I was not happy. Like, here's your burnt bread and your... He goes, what are we eating? And I said, I don't know, but it's terrible. We need to throw it away. Oh, oh I'm cracking myself up. That's <laughs> awesome. So now do you have a target audience that you, you try to reach? Uh, uh, thank you for asking that question. I work with a lot of entrepreneurial and professional women who just want to lose the weight and fit back into their beautiful clothes. And a lot of entrepreneurs too, who work for themselves. And when you work for yourself, you need a lot of self-confidence. You need a lot of anti-anxiety. You need to know how to focus your life. And being an entrepreneur myself for 20 years, being my own business, I know how not just to help people, especially women, women, I have some men has clients, but mostly women. And because women like to be with other women, right? And I have a group, small group, and I dare I put a man in there. They will not like it. Not, I have nothing. I love men. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to weight loss, there's just a lot of women personal issues that we like to talk about. And, and again, having been an entrepreneur or having, I am an entrepreneur, 
um, I can help that woman not just lose the weight naturally without the yo-yo dieting, but also excel in their career, excel in their business, and really let go of all of those emotions that are, I'm back to the emotional thing, because I'm thinking uh, women, we've been squashed a lot that we're not supposed to make all that money. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You are allowed you, here. You had given you permission to make as much money as your heart desires. So those are, that's why I love working with entrepreneurial women. Wonderful. Well, thank you. And thank you. I, I had a question that popped in my head from that and then it went away. So we'll, we'll it'll, it'll, it'll come back when it's meant to come back or not. <laughs> so how do, how do people connect with you? How do they, how do they reach you? Oh, uh, I need to backtrack real quick. Sure. I need to back if I can, because it Absolutely. probably has to do with your, your, your question. I teach cooking classes in my kitchen for corporations so I help corporations have healthy employees so that they can be happy and productive. I do webinars and I do my cooking classes streamed right from my kitchen. So corporations who want to bring wellness into their world is who I help as well. And the last question you just asked me was, how do people get in touch with me? Yeah, my name is Tina McDermott. I think you can remember that. T-I-N-N-C-D-E-R-M-O-T-T. Yeah, it's tinamcdermott.com. And yeah, you can just go to my website and reach me there or in, and I do have a free gift for everybody. Can I give it till now? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now it's super simple. It's tinamcdermott.com slash JG, which stands for joyful gut. I wrote a, an ebook called the joyful gut, and it's all about the foundational things that you need to do so that you can have a joyful gut. And when you have a joyful gut, the joy will just emanate through the rest of your life. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you for the gift. I'm going to go get it myself. So <laughs> good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you. Yeah. So anything else that you wanted to touch upon that we haven't had an opportunity to discuss yet? You know, I just want to say a sincere thank you to you, Terry, for having a beautiful podcast to help helping people in this world, you know, find that place that they can go to to heal some people take a couple of days some people take a couple of months some people take years and it's so nice to know that there's a place that they can go and listen and be with you and with your guests to know that there's that there's there's another sign you don't have to suffer alone and you can heal from that Right. So thank you. That's what I wanted to say. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for those beautiful words. And again, made my heart smile. You've made my heart smile through so much of this conversation. So um, and I and I, too, want to thank you just for for offering a healing space for others and the work you're doing to help bring uh, relief to anxiety and that in that. Um, oh, oh, my gosh, I wanted to say comfort in food, but it's it's such it's. I guess it is a comfort in food, but it's, it's not a healthy comfort. And so being able to help guide others along that journey of healing as well. So thank you. You're very welcome. It's my pleasure and my joy to be awesome. here. Awesome. I think we're, my gosh, we did great. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And remember until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, Terry Welbrock again. 
just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today and remind you to visit my website as well as the academy.terrywellbrock.com for the courses. But if you go to my website, terrywellbrock.com, you can sign up for my monthly Hope for Healing newsletter, which is also jam-packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows. Um, and just a great space for, uh, again, healing and hope strategies. Thanks for, again, being here and being a part of this healing space. I very much appreciate you. All right.